Le seul podcast sur le PSG en anglais. Hello and welcome to another episode of PSG Talking. I'm your host Ed, and on today's show, we're going to be covering Paris Saint-Germain's transfer activity, including several new players who have joined the squad. Here to help me break down the latest additions to PSG, we have James Teague there on the right. We have Guillaume Delaporte in the middle. Gentlemen, how's your summer been so far? It's been a minute since we recorded. Well, I have a 65-inch TV in my new house, and uh, I was like, yeah. You got to watch France, France lose, yeah. France win the Euro. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. Uh, my girlfriend's Brazilian, and mm -hmm. there's uh, Brazil-Argentina on Saturday. Messi Ooh. Neymar, yeah. Ooh. That'll be exciting. Uh, James, how about you? Uh, well, as we just discussed, it, my summer has been hot and humid. Um, not not anything too notable, but it's we've had a lot of rain followed up by a lot of sunshine, which is might sound good, but it feels terrible. Yeah, Sorry. very hot where I am too. It's been in the hundreds where apparently we're past like extreme drought. We're like whatever past whatever word is beyond extreme drought. Like we just haven't seen a drop of rain in so long. So it's it's been just really, really hot where I am here in Utah. So all right, that's enough weather talk. Let's just get into it because we've got a lot to talk about. Um, Indeed. Leonardo, I guess speaking of heat and fire, Leonardo's been on fire. Uh, PSG sporting director. Let's just go ahead. Round of applause for him. Early in the transfer season, he, he's bringing in the big guns. He's not playing around. He's got some big players coming in. We've already talked about Jorginho Wijnaldum on a previous podcast. He's come in, free transfer from Liverpool. And then the next official signing uh, came actually this week with Akref Akimi. Hopefully I said his name correctly there. Uh, signed until 2026 for a reported $60 million from Inter Milan. Um, I want to ask you guys that when you talk about the best right backs in the game right now, He's, he's absolutely on the short list, I would say, probably in the top five. Um, he apparently only wanted PSG, so this wasn't like, oh, we just had the most money or whatever it was. He wanted to be here, so that's that's a bonus. You want players who want to be here, not just for the money. Uh, there was interest from Chelsea and our old friend Thomas Tuchel. So, Guillaume, we can just start with you. How big of a signing is this for PSG? It's uh, it's hard to believe. Um you you guys may have watched the Euro, and in most games, the fullbacks made the difference when the difference was made because it's so tactical, so physical. So when you have fullbacks or wingbacks, whatever you want to call them, who have that added value, I mean, England would have never done anything without without its fullbacks. Uh, Shaw is amazing. Um, what is his name? The other guy was even better. Um, and they, that added value defensively in terms of energy output, uh, the crosses, so many crosses at the Euro ended up in goals from the wings, from the fullbacks. We had mediocre full, fullbacks um, for a while. We had a great one, Alves, for a while. But he, I mean, you know, he was a little old and a little... Like his physicality wasn't 
top notch. Akimi, I remember against Dortmund, I was like, who's this guy? He's relentless. He, he has this incredible acceleration. He has football. With the ball, he's amazing. He can dribble. He doesn't stop. Good crossing. Oh, my God. So this is huge. It's huge. A uh, big question mark is our left-back situation. Um, we don't know how Bernat is going to, you know, uh, he should be okay. Apparently, he had complications from his surgery, infection, blah, blah, blah. They treated everything. He had a year and a half to get back. And uh, we love Bernat. If he can be, uh, you know, 75%, he will do. Um, but Akimi's going to change. I mean, oh, my God. Oh, my God, I can't wait. Yeah, I, I mean, he, he's, he's a player that I wanted him because he was on loan at Dortmund from Real Madrid. And I was like, why aren't we getting this guy? Even a year ago, we all knew we needed a right yeah. back. And we did nothing. We let him go to Inter Milan. And I was, like, just really down about that. And to be able to then get him now... For even if it's sixty million, I still think that's a steal for a player of his quality. It, it's just huge. I'm so thankful that he's finally here. He's the exact player we need in the exact position. Yeah. You cannot win the Champions League with what we had going on at right back, and so this is just a major upgrade. And so, James, huge. any other um, adjectives and superlatives that you want to just just lay yeah, on I mean, to Akimi? He seems to be. Um what at least offensively what uh Levin Kazawa thinks he is and um we get we're going to get way better crossing service from from that side than we ever did with uh Toma Munye so i mean just those those facts alone i'm i'm ecstatic for it i i think um we can totally get a lot more we can get a lot more pressure going up the wings i mean we we don't have where it seemed like we we've always had to choose, right? We had one one guy that was defensive that was always staying back, and then we had another guy that played very little defense that thought he needed to be in the attack all the time. And I think we've kind of struck a balance there. And hopefully, when we get if we can get uh, Bernat back healthy, then we'll just have you know a world class back line back there. Yeah, it is telling that, you know, Chelsea, the Champions League winner, they wanted this player. I think they didn't want to... Everybody? Yeah, I don't... He didn't want to be there, and I don't know if they had the cash, or I don't, I don't know if they were prepared to pay all of that up front like PSG did. Um, Fabrizio Romano, um, when I talked to him, said that Inter just wanted cash for him, so PSG were able to do that. So um, it, it does make you feel better that, you know, the Champions League winners wanted this player. That just tells you how good he is, so... I'm ecstatic for him. I know you guys have mentioned Juan Bernat. You've mentioned our back line. So let's just talk about that now. Assuming Juan Bernat is healthy, is a back line of, of Bernat, Marquinhos, Kempembe, or Ramos, which we'll talk about in a second, and Hakimi, is that a Champions League winning back four? Is that in line with Chelsea yes. and, and Manchester City, who I think are the other contenders for the title this season? What do you guys yes. think, Ian? No doubt. Absolutely no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> Absolutely no doubt. Absolutely no doubt. And then we have backups. I don't know who's going to stay. Kurzawa <laughs> may stay because he's got this absurd contract. Jello may stay. Um, 
Well, it's going to be strange the the because the club needs to sell a bit. Um, so we have the backups. We have decent backups, and uh, well, Akimi. I mean, Posh probably told him you have you have those you have the seat. It's yours. There's no competition. You'll be a starter, and you know in, at Chelsea maybe a bit bit harder. Uh, and and he is so 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 needed in the team, mm-hmm. a player like this. Yes. Um, imagine Meunier, twice as fast with twice as much energy, um, and a better drive. Akimi doesn't stop. He's a pit bull, but he's a pit bull who can play football. He's a good football player. So people say, oh, defensively, blah, blah, blah. when you have that energy and and that mobility, you'd be okay. He's 22. He's 22. For He's 60 22. million, one of the best right backs. We always say that this position is so hard to get. Anyone who does have one, if you want them, maybe Alexander Arnold at Liverpool, 100 million at least. To get a player of Hakimi's quality at 60 million and he wants to be here at his age, just brilliant. Like, I know Leonardo catches a lot of shit from people. I get it. Sometimes, whatever. This is a brilliant move. This is a player we needed. He identified him and he got him here. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm so ecstatic. I'm ecstatic. <laughs> I I'm ex- I can't believe it. It's a it's a dream dream come true. It's a good time to be a PSG supporter. We we always do well in the summer. It's that whole season thing where we kind of sometimes we go do. off the rails. And it may not be it may not be over. Yeah, that's right. We'll we'll talk about that. James, what do you think about this back line? I mean, I, for me, City and Chelsea are probably the biggest contenders for the Champions League. I guess maybe you could throw in Bayern, um, but who knows what they're going to do? They don't seem to be doing much this summer, but. Champions League winning defense here. Are you a little concerned about that left-back position with Bernat? Um, Guillaume mentioned Diallo, who I think is a player you have to hang on just for his versatility, that yeah. you could slot him in there just in case Bernat isn't what he used to be. No, I, I feel like on paper he is, you know, our back line is exactly what you want. Um, maybe there's something to be seen with Bernat and um, how long he's been out surgery complications, all that kind of stuff. Maybe, maybe there's an issue. Um, but you know, I, I don't know if that's anything that we can avoid or if there's anything that, uh, Bernat can be doing to, to help mitigate that. But as long as Bernat is back to his, if he can get back to his old ways and you put Hakimi on the other side, now you've got, um, you've got two fullbacks that you've got to actually worry about one of them you know, before you didn't, when we had backer playing one side or if we had Mounier playing the other, we were always just sort of deficient and you knew how it was easy to take them out of their element or to take them out of the game or force them into positions that, uh, that'd be compromising for our back line. And I, and I really think that we're in a position, um, where we can, we can take the next step defensively. And I think we saw that from when Marquinhos and Kimpembe um, were given the two center back roles and Marquinhos became the, the center back. I think we took, or the, the captain, I think we took a big step forward then. And I think this is just another potential for us to be um, even more solid defensively. 
Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned Bakker. I sometimes forget <laughs> that he's there. Um, but he's a player I rate. I think he's really um, talented. He's young. I don't know if he's that has that blistering speed, and we know that Neymar kind of yelled at him about not getting the ball forward enough. But I think he's solid defensively. And so you've got him, you've got Kurzawa and Diallo in a pinch to, to back up Bernat if things don't go well. So I think at the left-back position, we're pretty set. Right-back, we're all set. And then let's just talk about that center-back position because – Big signing was announced this morning. I, I woke up a little bit later today. I was sleeping in, and um, I saw that uh, Sergio Ramos, another free transfer, this time from Real Madrid. Uh, he's official. He's a PSG player, a two-year deal. He's bringing just a, a load of experience, Champions League pedigree. Guillaume, how do you see him fitting in at PSG? Um, I don't think he can challenge Marquinhos. I don't think he's on that level anymore. Kimpembe, though, should he be a little bit nervous? Of course. Yeah. Yeah, it's... I mean, Kimpembe is probably taking it a little hard. Uh, but Kimpembe is not Sergio Ramos. So there were issues about his knee, you know, you know. He got rushed back, never really healed. Um with his bad knee, he got muscle problems. It was his first um, injury, really, in 20 years. And um, apparently, he's all good. There were um, physical tests done to him, and the staff was like, that's a extraterrestrial person. He's in incredible shape. So you see, he brings a lot of experience. 120 caps with Spain, five, four Champions League, uh, eight titles. But it's also the way he's got some football. We forget that Ramos can play football. So he's an incredible de defender, amazing in the air, hard, experienced, vicious. But is passing, long passing and short passing is superb, superb. Something that Kipembe can't really do. So he's probably not going to play, you know, 40, 50 games and there's going to be a bit of rotation in the fullback position. And I'm sure Posh is going to try Ramos, Marquinhos, Kipembe, Ramos, Kipembe, Marquinhos. Um, it's great. We didn't have really that last year. Um, we ended up you know, having Danilo cameoing at the at the, uh, at the position, he did okay, but that, you know that's not his role. So it's um, it's thirty five. Yeah, Thiago Silva thirty five too. Uh, you've watched Euro. Look at the Italian defenders; they're forty eight. Um, it's a it's an amazing signing. Yeah, that's a really it's good point. It's an amazing thing. That's a good point that defenders sort of, they get better as they age. Usually I'm a little bit leery when PSG are looking to sign a player who's my age. But um, in this case, a center back that you maybe you're not relying on as much, I think it's it's a brilliant signing. And if you lose Thiago Silva and we saw him going and win the Champions League with Chelsea, I think Ramos is probably better than Thiago Silva, maybe. Or maybe they're at least comparable. As, as yeah, as different. good. Different, yeah, different type. Yeah. He certainly has more trophies to show for it, and so um, I think I think it's a really solid signing, James. I want to ask you. I mean, do you think that 
Ramos can beat out Kempembe for a starting role in the squad, especially in the Champions League. Let's say knockout stage, we're going up against, I don't know, Barcelona, let's just say. Would you start Ramos in that game or would you go Kempembe? To be honest, I I don't know. Um, I was actually a little confused um, when we signed Ramos. Um, I was kind of like, I thought we were going to go like, and I understand that it um, addresses some of the depth issues, but I thought it might also bring, you know, some kind of center back controversy on like, who's going to start. I mean, we, you've got this question posed to me now and I, I really don't know. I mean, one thing that I guess you could say for sure is we shouldn't have those kind of meltdowns that we've had at, the end of big games or coming into a big game where we just feel like we're under pressure the whole time. I, I think he brings stability in that, you know, he's, he's been in all kinds of, of big matches. Um, I do feel a little bit for Kimpembe though, because you know, he is the, he is what you want your youth Academy to look, look up to say, Hey, you can, you can be in our youth Academy, work your way up and, and be world-class and play for PSG. Um, you know, I, I feel like this is like a novice light situation, which I guess we'll get we'll get into that a little bit later. But can he beat out Kempembe? I'm sure in certain situations, depending on what we want to do tactically, we'll see a Ramos Marquinhos pairing uh, instead of Kempembe. Yeah, and we always know this is PSG throughout the season. There's you hate to say it, but there's going to be injuries. Someone's going to go down. And I think the more quality depth that you have, the better. And so, and so I think if Kempembe plays most of the games, maybe he gets us through the group stage and Ramos features I you know, sparingly while he gets his feet under him. And then in a big moment, if Kempembe goes down, it's great to have a player like Ramos right there ready to step in. So I think it's, it's a, great, a great player to have. I do see your point that it could create a little bit of controversy. Um and that Kempembe is sort of that that light at the end of the tunnel for a lot of our players in the academy. They say, well, Kempembe can do it. So can I. Um, but I think Kempembe is definitely here to stay. He's one of my favorite players. So I, I think it's going to be a great tandem. And, and maybe Ramos can teach him a few things that help Kempembe take that next step, which I think we're all looking for him to take. Fantastic player, but I think he's not quite at that elite level. He has all the talent in the world. So hopefully maybe with yeah. Ramos – can help him out with oh, that for sure well, yeah for sure we sure could have used and him when uh, marquinhos went down <laughs> yeah. um yeah but i can't even remember what what game it was now but you know what yeah, i'm talking yeah. about mm -hmm. absolutely and one thing with with ramos is that the higher the stage the better he is when you gotta go when it's a combat you know he's gonna be there he's gonna be there and he's been so many goals so many important goals he scored He's, he's, um, he's one of the greatest central defenders of the past 20 years. And uh, if he's fit, hallelujah. What a signing. What I'm a already, signing. I'm Kim already Pembe will, Kim Pembe will, will be okay. I mean, how can you not be like, yeah. okay, it's Sergio Ramos. Um, you know, and it's, it's just, Kim Pembe is not going anywhere. He's going to play plenty of games. Um, and then it's uh, it's competition, yeah. competition between both. I mean, that's part of the the game. It's part of being a football a professional football player. You have competition. If you don't step up, is you know Kimpembe 
didn't have a great season. Um, I thought he digested the World Cup well, and then he started well, and then uh, so no, it's great. We need a bit more depth, and we well, we just signed possibly the greatest central defender of the past twenty years. We we had and like he'll be here for a couple of years. Zero depth at the center back position. So any any player, right. I'm just happy that we add and. I'm already looking forward to Neymar gets tackled by some player in Ligue 1 and Ramos and Paredes are out there and they just <laughs> tag team this guy who takes Neymar down. They're, they're a great enforcer duo. It's kind of like the Bash Brothers back in the Mighty Ducks. I don't know if you guys <laughs> are familiar with that movie, but I could see them being the Bash Brothers and just going in and just wrecking people. Um, let's go. Uh, we got another deal. Isn't official yet, but I was just reading, I think, uh, on The Guardian, our friend Fabrizio had written um, Gianluigi Donnarumma. He's uh, propelled Italy to the final of the Euros against England. Um, not final, but it's expected. Another free transfer from Milan. Do you think this is another competition, another battle? Do you think he can beat out Navas for the starting goalkeeper position? You know, big Champions League game. Who do you want in there? Guillaume? Well, it, it remains to be seen. Um, the club has been trying to get him for years because, well, another another extraterrestrial he's 22 <laughs> he's 6-5 he's special he's a special keeper and maybe it's not completely ideal because we have Navas and we all love him but well there's going to be competition at that uh, that uh, for, for, for both of them we never really had that many clubs have two really solid keepers um, it's, you know, PSG, there's plenty of games, there's 70 games a year. And uh, you had to get him because Navas is, what, 36 now? Well, Donnarumma is 22. It's the future of the club. And we got him on a free for a huge salary, though. Oh, my God, he's getting like 11 million. I mean, huge salary. That's Mino Raiola, he doesn't work for free. He's got to get he his money somewhere. He doesn't work for free, no. But... Um, he was solid during the year. He hasn't done like, he's done a couple of incredible saves. But yeah, he's a little less spectacular than Navas because of his size. So he doesn't have to do as much as Navas because he's a giant. But he's, um, he was the most sick for young goalkeeper in the market. And we got him. Um, excellent. Excellent. They'll figure it out. Yeah. They'll, they'll rotate and we'll see how it goes. But now we don't have Rico. Oh, <laughs> every time he's a boy, he's like, oh, yeah, we, we could all do without that. Uh, James. I don't want the ball. <laughs> James. Yeah. Six foot five, Donnarumma on a free. You could say he's probably the best goalkeeper in the world at his age. I mean, the guy is incredible. I watched him against, um, who did Italy beat? in the semifinals i'm drawing a blank spain yeah and the the penalty kicks um he's just massive the way he just fills the entire goal for me i love Navas. i i respect what he's done but if they come in and training and everything else and it is clear that donnarumma is better pochettino's got to be ready to make that decision what do you think i mean are you anticipating pochettino able to make that type of decision or do you think he's going to kind of bow to the the greatness that is novice and what he's accomplished rather than clearly what i think donnarumma is probably physically better than novice right now 
Well, I I'm I'm always of the philosophy that um your your best players play. Um and if it's clear and obvious that Donnarumma is performing better than Navas, then Donnarumma needs to be uh between the posts. Um that being said, you know, I don't although he is like you said, he's huge. He looks to me he looks a whole lot taller than six five. Um on the TV. That, that's just what his Wikipedia says. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, if he might have the physical gifts, but there's still something to be said about, you know, the, the IQ aspect of it, not saying that Donnarumma is, can't get to that or that he's a dumb guy or anything like that. It's just novice is so seasoned. Um, you know, that's, you know that's why Ramos and and uh, and Silva can hang around as long as they do. I mean, they get a little bit slower and they age a bit, but they play a lot smarter than than a lot of the the young guys do. So, Navas is going to have to hold on to his spot based on that being a smarter goalkeeper, being able to um, make saves by being in better positions rather than Donnarumma, who can kind of get away with maybe being slightly out of position, but he's a little more athletic and a lot bigger, so he can he can make up those that kind of ground. But I think Pochettino can – I believe in Pochettino to make the decision to sit novice if if he thinks that, that Donnarumma is better. I don't think uh, – I don't think Poch is, is that manager that will bow to uh, – no, star not power at that level, or, yeah. or egos, or anything like that. I think, mm. I think he'll make the decision. And be like, hey, um, sorry, dude, this twenty-two, this twenty-five-year-old <laughs> kid is is better than you. So, um, take a seat right here, big fella. If you don't like it, we'll get you out uh, as soon as the window allows us. Yeah, the French media are going to love that. And actually, when you Google, I said that it's not official, but if you Google Gianluigi Donnarumma on the right hand side, it says current teams Paris Saint Germain. So I guess he. He is on. It's, it's official, yeah. Wow. So, all all but official. Um, we did see with Navas, you know, picked up a couple little injuries. There was at one time, and you know, warming up, he kind of pulled something, and and Rico had to come in, and we saw against Manchester City. We tried to make some excuses for him, but probably should have saved that goal that uh, Kevin De Bruyne fired in. It looked like a pass, and, and he just kind of let it in, kind of left us all scratching our heads. So we've seen Navas start to kind of be a little shaky, and so. I hope you're right, James. I hope that Pochettino is ready, ready to uh, make the switch when it's necessary. And, you know, Navas has had a great career. If, if he's not up for it, let the young buck get in there and and show what he's got. And if he starts messing up, it's great. We'll just bring Navas back in, you know, whoever is in form. I think it's a good problem to have. So, interestingly, all three free signings are captains. So, Donnarumma, AC Milan captain at the age of 22. Sergio Ramos, well, Real Madrid and Spain captain, and Gigi, uh, Holland captain. It must say something on the character, and you know you cannot not be a team player when you captain. You're the captain of a team, and we're bringing three guys who are captains. But but and, could that uh, be a bad thing? Is that too many no. strong? Nope. Okay, no. <laughs> They're team no. players. Yeah. Yeah, because if, if you're going to be a captain, like you have to know how to work with everybody. So 
you know, no matter who, what you've done is just bring in three leaders. You haven't brought in yeah. three yeah. people that have egos. You brought in three people that on teams they've been on consist consistently they look at they are looked at as as leaders. So um I, I don't think it matters who's wearing the armband. I mean I think it, it'll probably stay with Marquinhos. And those guys will will learn to adapt and I think they can bring people along with them. I don't think that's uh, an issue at all. Great point. Talking about ego, we'll see about Ramos. You know. Well, yeah, yeah. Now I, I will, I'll so, give a little so, bit of that because his his yeah. salary and wage demands I thought was a little outrageous. Um, it's Sergio Ramos. I mean, <laughs> come on. Yeah, but I mean, I I feel like he was a little unrelenting in that fact. Yeah. Um, okay. Because I mean, it would have been. I still think it would have been okay if PSG was just like, no, nah, we're not going to pay you that. Nobody else is going to pay you that. So um, find a, find somebody else who's going to pay you. But whatever. That, it that's did, just me. It did say, I'm looking at this ESPN, it says Ramos had wanted a two-year deal. His wages at PSG are set to be lower than what he was earning in Spain and what he could have earned had he stayed at the Bernabeu. So, well, then there we go. May, I mean, But he's still, at his age, I mean, that's crazy um, it's, amount of money. It's probably a comfortable contract. Yeah, he, he's doing all right for himself. We don't need to worry he's doing about okay. it. Exactly. So, yeah. moving on. Last time PSG um, lost league on title to Monaco, they signed Mbappe and Neymar. We all know about that. This time they lose it to Lille, and now they're splashing the cash once again. If you step back and look at this squad, what holes do you see that are left that need to be addressed before the season kicks off? There's still rumors Kamavinga, maybe, Pogba. Is that midfield? Do we need a midfielder to come in? Is that the last missing piece before this team is set? James, you want to take this one? Uh, yeah. I'll, I mean, I saw the news with um, with Keane and Everton. Um, so now I've got slight concerns about uh, Stryker just because, like, okay, we, we didn't have depth before. We really liked Keane. Looks like we're not going to get him. So... We're kind of back where we started, I feel like. I feel like we've also been unsatisfied with our midfield for a long time. And although I like Wijnaldum, I, something still just feels like it's missing. Um, we've got a lot of names, but Pogba, you know, I've been one oh. for a long time, a very long time. And uh, I thought maybe it's just he didn't want to play in France, but – that seems to be not true, any, at least anymore. And I will welcome, you know, I was, I was thinking about this the other day, you know, with, with Mbappe saying, like, maybe he doesn't want to be back and he's got to believe in that. And I'm like, look, if the trade is Mbappe for Hakimi and Ramos and uh, Wijnaldum and Pogba, mm, I'll take that. I'll take yeah, that. Yeah, me too. What, what if, what if, I don't know, Manchester United, Mbappe for Pogba and whatever cash to make it work or whatever is needed. Because we'll get to this in a second, but Mbappe isn't seeming like he wants to sign an extension. Could, could you bring it, get something for him and do some kind of a swap deal with Manchester United? I don't know if Mbappe would want to go there, but... No, he's not going to Manchester United. Okay. You know, we all know where he's going. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, and I mean, if you know that Pogba is trying to get out mm -hmm. and he's going to be out in six months... 
and you can get him for free if he if you truly believe like PSG is where he wants to be at, then then why bother? Why not? Just why wait. Not just wait. Yeah, he's free in January. Yeah, we'll did, just you, him in January did you then. watch him during the Euro for France? Incredible. Yeah. Did. yeah. Yeah, I think one of the first articles I, I wrote for the Unbel site was like Unbel all the money in Paris for Pogba. Like I've been wanting Pogba at PSG for the longest time. And um, I don't know, Guillaume, what's the French word for Galacticos? I mean, it seems like PSG are putting something together here of the biggest and brightest stars. We need Pogba. We, he's got to be here. What's missing is we, we tried. We have some profiles in midfield, but nobody really fit the tall, physical technical, relentless, with a, a lot of added values in midfield. And well, that's uh, that's Paul Pogba. Defensively, he's, he's good, he's not great. But he brings so much. I mean, the passes, the passes he gave the, the forwards during this year. How many, we call that a caviar, uh, like a like the the gorgeous pass, like an offering to Mbappe, who botched everything during this year. Yeah. Passes that go through an entire midfield and half the defense of the opposition. Here is one. Here is another one. Here is another one. Short passing, long passing. And imagine a midfield with Gigi, Verratti, and Pogba. So Gigi is going to play up front, like, you know, Verratti playing up front. That was Posh trying to do that. But now Gigi does that. He does it. He did it a bit for Liverpool, a lot for Holland. He's a very energetic, technical, physical, experienced midfield. So he's, he would be... Um, a defensive midfielder playing higher because he's good enough for the last pass and he can score. Verratti back in his role and Pogba in between. <laughs> okay. I mean, okay. it's really video game stuff right now. Like it's, uh, it's ridiculous what they're doing. I mean, now we have on paper mm -hmm. the best team in Europe. Mm. If we sign Pogba, which I think we will. I don't know if it's going to happen this summer. January, I think, if you can get them. Probably January, which is too bad. That'd be, you know, but we have the best team in Europe. Yeah. Um, there's no there's no weaknesses. Yeah. And and Hakimi, I was, when we were talking about him, I was like th seeing the, the one-two connections between Neymar, Di Maria, and Hakimi. Just that to manage is a nightmare. Then you have Mbappe to take care of. Then you have Pogba. Uh, it's not fair. It's not fair. It's not, it's yeah. not fair. And, and you, Go ahead, you've also turned the squad over too, right? So now, you know, all, all of the, the issues where we're worried about mental fortitude and big games, like that's, that's not a thing anymore. Everybody, no. not with Pogba, not with Ramos, not with Akimi. Not with Marquinhos, and, and I think not the, with Neymar. And I think the point needs to be underlined is that a lot of these signings were free transfers. They could have gone anywhere they wanted. They wanted to come to Paris, and I think that is massive. They could have gone anywhere, any league, any team, whatever. These are top-tier players. They wanted to be in Paris, and I think that goes to what Leonardo has built here, having Neymar signed to an extension, 
Neymar's probably working the phones, telling people to come. Who knows? And so I, I think that's a huge deal that p- players want to come here. This is a destination that you want to be in your prime. I understand Ramos is older, but Donnarumma, 22, Hakimi, I mean, these are young guys, and they want to be here. That's that's where I really wonder. Like, like I understand that Mbappe wants to play for Real Madrid, um, but I like I really just wonder like where is his head at when he's seeing all of these other guys. We've got one that just left Real Madrid to come in, right? And then these other guys that might have a shot to go somewhere else, like you said, they're 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 choosing PSG, and it's not because we're just paying more than everybody else. Like that's this is the destination they wanted to be. So I really wonder where where Killian's head's at with seeing other people choose this, choose to leave where they're at and and, and be here. And yeah, is he took. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Is it? I mean, who's left at Real Madrid? Eden Hazard, so, Gareth Bale. No, so Bale is 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 gonna is, go. But he, so they he's still there, he's, isn't he's, he? He's a, well, yeah, but he's a free agent, so now he's gonna go because his salary was you know. So they're not they're gonna extend him. Hazard is one of the biggest failures in the history of transfer markets. Hopefully. He gets back to something. Uh, Benzema's 34. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I, I so, mean, Varane is probably going to go this summer, their best defender. Okay. Well, Varane's probably staying. No, Varane's probably staying. No, but, Manchester United are making a big push for him. Oh, they are? I think he's, he's going to go, yeah. Oof. So Mbappe, yeah, okay. Surrounded yeah. by by whom? Right. So it yeah, must that, be I mean, you know he wants he wants to go. And uh, Wenger said that it's going to become a thing because of the the sheer cost of of big players. The transfers are absurd now. Uh, it's going to become a thing that a lot of players run their contract and become free agents. And well, it's benefiting Paris Saint Germain at the moment. Great. So Mbappe, you know, and. He, is in a very good position. It doesn't have to extend. But then where is he going to go? Real Madrid, really? Like this summer, in a year, will they have 300, 400 million to rebuild their no. team? And if they mm-hmm. do, is it going to be? So, yeah, now seeing the talk about his project, you know, he wants to believe in the project. I wonder, like, what is Real Madrid really selling? Yeah, where can they point and say, "All right, in three years, we're going to have X, Y, and Z for you," because because right now it looks like the the cupboard's bare. Well, yeah, it is. That's why they wanted to go to the Super League and then get the <laughs> money because they and you know and then Barcelona has a billion euros of debt. Uh, Madrid took a big hit. So Mbappe, well, we'll see um, if we sign Pogba. He may he may stay a bit longer, extend a year yeah. or whatever. But I mean, if he doesn't, it's not the end of the world. He will go on a free. He will have been unbelievable for us, and uh, we'll survive. We'll survive. If, if we we'll, can win a Champions League title this coming season, he leaves on a free. Given the squad that we've now built, 
I'd be like, thanks, man. Go on, do yeah. it, do whatever you need yeah, to do. Yeah, I'm yeah. happy. Like we've got a good yeah. team, and we just won. You delivered it to us, so go join. You know that shell of what they used to be at Real Madrid, and they're trying to pay off all those renovations to the stadium. They're, I mean, I'm looking at their team right now. Odegaard, maybe Mendy. I mean, there's not a whole lot that gets you real excited about their team right now. No. But there is the idea that you they maybe bring in Mbappe on a free. Maybe you get Erling Alan from uh, Dortmund for, what, $75 million, And then you've got your two big players, and then you could maybe build around them. So maybe sure. they're trying to play the long game. Maybe that's what they're doing. Yeah. Um, we've talked we'll about – Yeah, we, we talked about PSG being uh, on paper the strongest. So that's what my question. But I think we all agree on paper this is probably either 1 or 1A one in terms of teams that could win the Champions League. This is an interesting question, and James, I can we can start with you on this one. Um, we've talked about Pochettino with this squad and the decisions he's going to make between Kempembe and Ramos, Donnarumma and Navas. If if PSG lose a couple games and things aren't clicking right away, and you've got Zidane dangling out there, maybe he hasn't taken the the French national team yet. Do you think PSG makes a change? They they go with someone else for Pochettino, or do you think he's safe for the season? Well, I I wouldn't. That's, Nobody's that's, safe at PSG. <laughs> yeah, the, Guillaume is exactly right. Like we have seen this before. They will kick you to the curb in a heartbeat. Um, so maybe on, on Christmas Eve. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Merry Christmas. You're fired. Merry Christmas. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't. To me, I don't even understand how that would even be an option. I mean, it's how many managers you're gonna go through. Like you're gonna, you're not gonna give the man time to to. You just brought in half a new team that are probably all gonna be starters at some point. And I mean, I feel like you're kind of starting at square one. Like, yeah, it's more talent, but you know, talent doesn't just they don't just gel overnight. So. I, I don't – it would be unconscionable to me to try to get rid of Poch that early. But like Ian said, nobody's nobody's safe, and they have – they've proven that um, a couple of times now. Yeah, I mean, Guillaume, Zidane is really the – if you get rid of Pochettino, it has to be him. I don't think there's anyone else out there that would be better than Pochettino that's available. If Zidane yeah, does express interest, do you think they make that move if things aren't clicking? Um. So Deschamps was sort of confirmed, but it was very discreet um, because I'm sorry, but Deschamps and his staff really messed up during this year. I mean, the, the physical staff especially completely fried the team. Six players got injured. France without Hernandez is not as good. And uh, you, you remember Hernandez, Ding, Bling, Blong, uh, Coman, uh, Tolisso, I mean, whatever. So, but it's Didier Deschamps. But Zidane wants to be the manager of the French national team. I mean, of course. Um, would it take the Paris Saint-Germain seat knowing that, you know, Deschamps may go... And then lose this opportunity. Uh, who knows? But I think he wants to become the 
the French national coach. But yeah, he, he, I mean, he's from Marseille also. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so a guy from Marseille becoming manager of Paris Saint-Germain. So I don't know if he would go for it. What, what, what do you... Um... Any any words or response, Guillaume, for our um, old friend Matteo Genduzzi? He had some choice comments about PSG now that he's a Marseille player, even though he came up in the youth academy at PSG and is from, I think he's a suburb in Paris. I forget which one. But any anything you want to say to, to Mr. Genduzzi? What, what did he say? What he did says, he do? Uh, I'm looking at it. He, he sang for our OM, yeah, which has an interesting... Uh, transfer season so something's happening there like like interesting signings but uh no Genduzi. Uh, he was playing for arsenal wasn't he? he so he's on loan from arsenal no i think so they they uh marseille brought him in on a permanent deal uh yes do? and so what he said was i played very young at psg but i lived in saint germain it was uh just the club in my city I represented it. Today I'm focused on OM. I am there for the club and the fans and the people of Marseille. And I've already been shown love here. Um, sure. So there, but there's always, I don't know, when people are like, oh, bring in Zidane. It's like, oh, no, he, you know, he's from Marseille. And then you have this guy who's from, born in Paris, came up in the youth ranks at PSG, and now he's at OM and everyone's fine. But they were around. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure we would have a problem with Zidane coming over. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I was led to believe have, that people would. He may have would. a bit of a, uh, you know, coming over mm-hmm. because he's from Marseille. And uh, there's a big, uh, you know, yeah. it's like Chicago and, and or L.A. and San Francisco, New York and Chicago. I mean, it's, we're going to have to do a podcast on, on that. Why Paris and Marseille kind of butt heads. I have to get you sure. to do that. <laughs> That'd be I fun. Mean, it's a, it, it was mostly, you know, a marketing thing. Mm hmm. But originally, you know, the, 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 the people from Marseille really dislike the people from Paris because this represents, it's a long story. Yeah, but we'll, don't, we'll yeah, save that for another nobody podcast. Nobody likes people from Paris. <laughs> <laughs> well, we like and you, what, Guillaume, and we appreciate you coming on the show. Guys, that's all the questions that I have. Who knows? Maybe we'll sign two or three more players next week, and uh, we'll do this again soon. Um, we've got... The Euro final to look forward to, uh, Italy, England, two big superpowers. That'll be fun. And I was just pulling up. Guys, you know, on July 14th. England, England is a superpower? I, yeah, wow. They think they are. <laughs> um, okay. We've got uh, PSG versus Le Mans on uh, July 14th. And then we got birthday, by the way. There you go. Ha- happy early birthday. You get to watch a little Thanks. PSG. Maybe we'll get to see uh, Calum Wendo and some of the other Javi Simons and some other guys. We'll see them get out there. And then, oh, uh, oh, oh. yeah, go ahead. Game's got something. Well, I never can pronounce his name. Um, that potential giant. F- Fadiga. Fad- Bendigo, right? No, 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 no. No, not no. him. But. But but she's is um is the size of Donnarumma. Uh, are you he's, talking about um? He's, but, uh, uh, he's a defender. Uh, Bachiavu. is is either a central defender or a defensive midfielder with unbelievable passing abilities. He's sixteen and a half. He just signed his first professional contract. And uh, I hope Posh is going to give him. So, and you're going to mm-hmm. see if you look at the player, you're like, what? 
who you've ne- nobody has ever ever seen that type of player in midfield. Is a is is a is a mountain. I, I'm looking at pictures of him, play, <laughs> and he can play football, and he can pass, and he believe he's so confident. He's incredible. Yeah, he's incredible. I'm uh, so happy that he's signing and, and that he's going to be in a in a rotation. You'll see. Uh, it's yeah. something else. It's something else. He's incredible. Uh, yeah, I was like, just looking at pictures. He looks physically amazing. Let's hopefully we get to see some uh, some game time out of him on the 14th against Lamont, and then Chambly on the 17th. We'll see how that goes. And then August 1st, a little bit of revenge. We've got the Trophée de Champion, Lille PSG. Lille will probably look a lot different, but we'll see how that goes <laughs> as they uh, continue to sell players. Oh my God! Same similar story. They're gonna be. They're gonna. <laughs> Finish the group stage of the Champions League with mm-hmm. zero point, and you know, yeah, there was a great piece in the Athletic. If you guys get a chance on just the shit show that is League One, and uh, basically every team except PSG is up for sale because um, just no money, and the TV deals are crap, and it's just yeah. a mess. So it's a really good, well-researched piece. So give that uh, a read if you can. Um, but other than that, guys, thank you so much, Guillaume. Let people know how they can find you on Twitter if they want to reach out. Off the door one. Of the door one, and then James, what about you? My Twitter handle has changed. It is oh. now uh, Bama J thirteen. In reference to the University of Alabama football team, That's right? We got That's college right. football coming up soon. That's always exciting. We'll save that for another podcast. All right, guys, thanks so much. Really appreciate you guys coming on and talking PSG. Thanks, Until next time, we'll catch you later. Bye, everyone. Bye.